Bank Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. Or Texas? Uh, Texas? I'm not familiar with Texas or Texas. The stars at night are big and bright. Huh? Um, no. I mean, I, I'll learn it. If, if te- Texas secedes from the Union, yeah, I'll sing that one before I sp- sing the other one. Okay. It's not because I want to get on one knee at a football game either. Hmm. I want to get on both knees at a football game, if you know what I mean. No, I don't. No. Okay, good. So uh, then we'll move move right along. So <clears throat> what I was uh, talking about was not uh, Texas, but taxes. Oh. Um. So I was looking at my cellular telephone bill, and I saw two different fees. Uh, one that was under a dollar, mm. uh, which was the federal regulatory assessment fee, which came to 42 cents. And then I found the federal universal service fund, which came to $3.59. So I just wanted to maybe talk through that and try and figure out like, where that money is going and like why we're paying it. Cause I know we've talked a bit about taxes before and I know taxes are a big part of Liberty or I guess maybe the lack of taxes to some degree, at least involuntary ones. But I'll say that I certainly didn't ask for these to be added to my bill. Right. Um, um, are you familiar with to these? truly understand where and why these things are happening? You have to first figure out what, what we're doing before they're added, what a market is, what a, so uh, your cell phone market, um, in a vacuum, right? Let's. If without a regulation, without a, or any regulatory agencies, uh, you have multiple businesses competing. Uh, you have bigger businesses that can provide, you know, more service or greater areas. Therefore, your smaller businesses have to provide something more niche, uh, like. Well, I guess in today's market, you have like the jitterbug for like old people, you know, with the big numbers and like, oh, we're not going to give you, you're not going to pay for all this fancy data shit, you know. Um, and a lot more things could come without regulations in the way. Um, but all a tax is, all any interference is in a market is to stifle competition. Um, 
and protect a ruling class's position in the market, uh, which misallocates resources. Therefore, not only does it hurt you when you have to pay the taxes, but all the things that it affects makes the world poorer. Therefore, any level that you're on is therefore lower. Because without, without the misallocated resources, even if you, even if the regulation only hurts you just a little bit, so it's not like messing up like the class that you would be in or whatever, your level of income, it's not holding you back like that. It, the level you're in is poorer than it would have been. Um, because a free market, like a total free market in the cell phone industry or anything, the consumer is the king. You have to cater to the consumer or you fail. Does anybody think that Verizon's going to fail because the consumers aren't happy? No. Verizon's gonna, they're big enough. They've got the, there's enough regulations in way and they have enough pool and own enough politicians that they may have to critique their policies to compete with the three people who can compete with them. But as long as they can keep everybody else from being able to compete with them through regulation and taxes and whatnot, um, they'll be okay. You know, even if we all kind of hate the cell phone company, no matter which one, we'll, we'll all still have to use them because there won't be anybody to compete. Uh, you know this through buying ca cable TV, right? Uh, the government forced monopolies on where you live. Therefore, they can do, say, treat you however they want until some technology comes through. And, you know, like we have sling and all that now, but they really, they really had a run of it. I mean, um, so that being said, you, you have your federal tax. One was a processing fee, right? An assessment processing fee. Yeah. One is the, Federal regulatory assessment fee. That's the lower of the two. It's the. All right. The other is the federal universal service fund. Federal universal service fund. It probably has to do with the 911 system. Uh, they put on every. So every cell carrier has to have a. 911 uh, tracking system in all their everything they put up. Back when they had, when we were on like 2G, uh, GSM for some of you tech savvy people, whatever, right? Um, it was a lot more money to do that. There was actually a separate unit that they had to put on the cell tower. They had RF cables that went to every antenna that would kick on and 
turn off the RF for other things and triangulate where you were. But now it's just built into the software with the LE, uh, LTE. So it's really just a matter of ones and zeros nowadays. Uh, so there isn't really any cost involved with that. So it is, it is taking money from you and giving it to the super rich company cell phone service for putting some ones and zeros in their software. So it's, it is a redistribution of wealth in its own way. So, so how do we, how do we fight these sorts of things when there are so many of these? Cause I feel like we have these conversations around tax and, and not even just, people in like liberty leaning communities like even the mainstream has conversations around tax but it's always kind of one thing at a time or one of a you know right you have your federal income tax should it be 0.3 percent less or should it be a little higher during the last the last presidency right like the income tax was a big part of that discussion and he you know lowered the taxes yeah, an insignificant amount, and it was the end of the world. So I think they do that. It's a theater. I think it's so you don't go, why are we debating on whether it should be 3% less? Why, why aren't we having the real discussion of why does it exist? Why are, why are we paying this? And everybody's going to be like, oh, it's for the protection. Like, well, the protection from who? Because everybody's worried about something right now. But everybody I talk to is worried about something. It has to do with government reaching into their homes or something. Right? It's always a government problem, right? So what? why are we paying them for protection if they're the problem? Because well, like the, the Republicans are worried about them coming into their homes and taking their guns. And the the Democrats are at least the ones I talk to, I'm not talking about the uppity ones who just want to pander to the lessers so they feel better. You know, the purple-haired chick, I don't talk to her. But, like, they're worried about them kicking in their doors and coming in, like... Yeah. And it's funny, it's because the Republican guys that I talk to, they're worried about it, too. They're worried about them kicking in the doors and taking their guns and maybe killing them in the process. And then the Democrat guy is like, they think I sell weed and half of them think it's because of the color of their skin, but like it's, it's the same thing. It's, it's a power trip, right? Not about, it's about subservience, but anyway, it's like, they're worried about them kicking in and killing them too. They're both worried about the, the same people kicking in their door. Yeah. They don't agree on this. They don't agree on that. But like, so what? You don't you're both worried about the state kicking in your door and killing you and taking your stuff. Like the state's the problem. Get it out of the way. You don't have to agree on shit. You just go live your way over here. And I'm not talking about segregation. I'm not talking about the state putting up a boundary. Because people do it on their own. Look at like Chinatown came about because 
there's a Chinatown in a lot of places. I mean, even here in Georgia where I live, we don't call it Chinatown, but like there's a whole city where almost all the businesses, the initial sign is in Vietnamese or whatever. Right. And it naturally occurred. Nobody forced it. So there's no fight about it. Everybody's okay with it. Like people who didn't want to be around that, they moved away. People who did move there, right? And there's not yeah, a I mean, fight. There might at, be somebody going, there might be some old person who's like, I've lived here forever and he's moving in. And, but like that's just that crazy man who has no pull anyway. You can't force anybody to do anything. So so what? Well, and also yeah. like these these cultural events take place within those bounds too, right? Like if you look at San Francisco, you know, follow Geary street all the way down toward, you know, Japantown area, like all the Japanese culture and, you know, historical and cultural kind of Japanese type events are all taking place there. And it's recognized throughout the city and people go there almost as a pilgrimage to do that. And no one says, Oh, well, we should have that somewhere else in the city so that it spread out it doesn't make any sense like no one's talking about that right and when it's not a forced integration or a forced segregation if it's natural it's okay and and because when you force somebody to live when you force somebody to live around somebody else that they don't feel comfortable around you're creating a problem between those two people that wouldn't have existed without that. Because if they didn't have to live next to them or forced to, you know, work in the same cubicle, somebody they didn't feel comfortable around, right. Then they could have small interactions become comfortable and then maybe or not right but maybe i know with me people who i don't feel comfortable around maybe you know a few times hanging out with them learn some things maybe we find something in common you know or maybe we don't so what right but here we are paying taxes um like the beer guy, right? The you buy beer, you pay a sin tax for your state, you pay a federal sin tax, you pay the ink, the sales tax, the regular sales tax, you pay taxes on the money, the income tax that you on the money that you made to pay the taxes for the beer. Um, the company that pays you pays taxes on each dollar that they pay you as a percentage. Therefore, that's how much less you got paid. The company gets that you work for gets taxed on everything they buy, every person they employ. Therefore, you get paid that much less. Every every place they buy material from pays taxes on the same amount of stuff. Therefore, they pay more for it. Therefore, you get paid less 
and the material, whatever you produce costs more to consumer. So, and this goes on down, down the line. I mean, so all the way to things like when we're talking about foreign things, when we put tariffs on foreign goods, um, when we don't do free trade, that's what it does. It hurts everybody but the people on top. So, um, then it then seems you, like, well, what? it just seems like every layer of abstraction adds a new layer of tax on. It seems like the further down the line you go, the more you're taxed. Cause like when you say, when you say beer and I buy beer, mm -hmm. yeah, there are all these different layers of tax, but it seems like you go even a few steps further into the company that's making the beer. Cause you talk about like my income tax, but what about, you know, the guys who make the beer like in their income tax. And yeah, it seems like if you just keep going, there's just more and more as you go down and, the line. Right. And that all bottles to the consumer. Cause that the consumer ends up paying more and the employees get paid less. So who are the consumers? More consumers are employees than employers. And I'm not, I am not demonizing the employer because employer plays a lot of taxes too. And he puts up a lot, but you'll notice that these things protect the people who are already on top. So if you are Budweiser, right? And you can sp spread out your that cost over a lot of product, right? You can keep your costs lower than a smaller company. So you're going to push for things like this because then you don't have to innovate and it keeps you on top, right? Um, and who, who hurts the low level employee and the consumer? Cause not only is the consumer of Bud Budweiser products, I'd pay a little bit more for Budweiser, but the person who just likes craft beers now, those companies don't exist. There's a lot of companies that never come to because of the regulations and taxes that are in the way. So we don't have a diverse selection that we would without. There's a lot of things like that. And I think we, we're going to see it a lot more with inflation and the, the uh, shortage of products that we're easing ourselves into right now through the forced lockdowns, not just this country, but others, because it's a world economy. Um, that's why capitalism can't die no matter what, because even the Soviet Union had to trade goods, right? Which is capitalism. So, um, 
But what if the Soviet Union were global? It, it wouldn't matter. Uh, I don't think that socialism can exist, really. I, I think that like you can have a uh, regulated economy. That's why... Um, as an anarchist that I'm an anarcho-capitalist because I don't think that humanity will, will operate in a way that um, when you're perfectly free, I don't think that you would ever be a communist. You know, there are anarcho-communists out there, of course. I mean, there's a lot of literature out there that great literature by them, but their thought is that, you know, with freedom, we wouldn't organize ourselves in a capitalist manner. They don't believe that I would say, you want a pig? I'm going to need something for the pig. They would, they think that we would all just be like, I'm a pig guy, but if you need a pig, you just come over and get it. You know, so I, I think that's actually an interesting point. You you bring up the idea of anarcho-capitalism, anarcho-communism, and you know we've we've dropped those terms a few times, and we talk about the definition of capitalism versus you know free market this or that. But do you see not 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 like what the textbook definition is, but do you see yourself as someone who defines anarcho-capitalism in the sense that you believe humans are capitalists without government or you sort of self-identify as anarcho-capitalist in no that? i think humans are naturally capitalists i think we are capitalists in the natural sense so you think everyone is an anarcho-capitalist and they just don't know it yet i do Okay. I think that people will always look for protections for themselves. We are naturally selfish, mm. which is why we are capitalists. Um, but selfishness without forced the monopoly on violence, forced coercion on another, only creates an incentive to produce things that make your fellow man better. Because that's how you get ahead by producing something that more people want than everybody else, you know. Therefore, you get you get ahead in life. Uh, and but down to the simplest things, I think ju just with babies in general, it's every self-identified uh, democratic socialist that I know has got kids that I love. Or like, you know, it's not yours, you know, don't take that toy from her or him. Um, try to teach their kids manners, right? Well, that's capitalism. That's, you know, that's showing ownership of a particular thing where is 
you know, we're going to share it. It's going to be the person who's got it. It's got to be like, Hey, would you like to play with this? Now, as, as an, as a thought experiment, is it, is it fair to say that we do that to kids because we're preparing them for the society that they live in though, as opposed to it being sort of a natural response, right? Like if we uh, say, like we live we're. in a capitalist society, right? So, and you know, uh, we want our kids to be prepared for that. I'm sorry, but like if I was preparing my kid for the society we live in, I would feel like just taking all his shit all the time. <laughs> Go know. back in. Yeah. I'd be like, do something about it and smack at him, you know? Cause that's, that's the life we live in. It's what I go to work and have happen, you know? That's but, obviously extreme though, right? Like that's the, that's the extreme version of it. Isn't it more like a light version? Like, isn't that what being polite and manners are all about is preparing them to be subservient and you know easy to easy to get along with i guess some there are some manners that we teach the kids that are that teach that and that teach you how to cope with somebody taking your stuff because as much as it hurts, you have to, if you were to fight it, they'll kill you. Mm. It's the monopoly on violence. They don't want the state to kill my son. So I want to teach him that how to cope with it, but I also want to teach him that it's not right. So. you know, we teach our kids not to bite their friends, right? Or not to, when they're little. Sure. And that's because we don't think that violence should be perpetrated on in a uh, peaceful, another peaceful person. And we don't want our kids doing that. But you're typical status will completely uh you know disregard all of that for the state that it's perfectly fine if they bite your kid you know i mean all the way down to we have defects that comes and takes kids from people because some person came to a house and said, deemed it, that, that it should be done. You know, I'm not saying that there's not kids that have been hurt in homes. We all know there has, but we also know that pretty much any kid, almost any kid who's ever been in the foster system has been hurt by it. So it's, it's not that they're putting them in a better place. That's for sure. There's a lot of, sexual uh, 
pain that comes from the foster system today. There's a lot of predators out there in that. Um, the, the statistics on being molested in the foster system are pretty outrageous. But uh, it is funny thinking about that, though, because in in my mind, if I think about a kid who's in foster care, I just sort of default to the idea that they had either parents that can't support them or parents who won't or, you know, something like that. We always sort of assume the worst. This is the same thing for anyone who's ever thought about like the legal system, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you, unless you've been through it and seen how it works, if someone says, oh, I've been to jail, you just assume that they are a criminal. Yeah, that's true. In the same way as if someone says that they were in foster care, you just assume that their parents were not able or willing to take care of them. Right. It's a foregone conclusion. Yeah, we all we forget that like maybe their parents sold weed out of the house and they got busted. They both went to jail for selling something that over, you know, a few states over, they could have had a really nice business going, you know? Or even in the state now after they've been in jail. Right. And instead they're serving a sentence, both of them, because they're selling out of their house and their kids are in the foster system being butt fucked by old people. Or young people. Yeah. Because if mean, we're talking about who can get it up. Well, with the blue pills. Yeah, we, that's true. Okay. Yeah. And and we don't need to be all about the penis either. I mean, there's ladies can scissor and all that stuff. Ladies can scissor. You hear that, ladies? <laughs> that's right. So all you child molesting ladies, we're not leaving you out of it. I just I just mean generally. Like if ladies want to scissor if men want to scissor i don't care if you want to scissor have at it yes. that's my message for all of you to take home today bring back the scissor yeah i mean scissors you know we're trying to get the uh the important details weeded out of this conversation so really trying to tease it out into these these foster kids like are they being subjected to scissoring <laughs> yes and it's all because you're paying taxes in texas on your cell phone the stars at night <laughs> are hard to see because of the city lights so mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how big and bright they are yeah i think that's how it goes but think about the fact that you pay these taxes the fact that you're not only do you pay these taxes, all these taxes that add up, but then the state's like, oh, that's not enough. I'm going to print a lot of money to devalue your money. So I'll have more money too on top of it because I want more than what you're already paying. And then, so then the, the dollars they let you keep are actually worth a lot less than they were before when you earned them. So... And that's also they can uh, 
And they got to buy private islands for Jeffrey Epstein. We got to take your kids from you and then give them to Jeffrey Epstein. We, uh, we talked about him, I think it was last week. And now I'm thinking like, who is in his spot now? Like they. Yeah, it's, it's not over. You don't, you didn't just, the CIA didn't stop honeypot. Like, yeah, there's somebody else doing it there. I mean, I'm sure there was more than him doing it to begin with. It's not like he was the only one and then they had to get a new one. I'm sure there's like four or five of them and they're like, oh shit, we're one short. We'll have to double up on old Jeffrey. He's going to have to really get his, you know, kids working hard. Yeah, but they like they still have to backfill the position, you know. Like, oh yeah, yeah, because he can't I'm work double. Time. Out, I'm trying to figure out like what that interview process is like. Yeah, so I most of the time I, I find that I think that what they're probably doing is like Jeffrey Epstein. Um, you know, he came from a family, a family friend of. Uh, What's the judge who said that he was going to look into the whole uh, collusion on um, on Trump, uh, where they were, the FBI was conclude concluding or whatever conclusion, uh, whatever you know what I'm saying. That guy is a CIA plant because he worked for the CIA. He gave Jeffrey Epstein. Who he was friends with his dad, Jeffrey's dad, his Jeffrey Epstein's first job in the school system with kids. I guarantee you there or somewhere around there is where they like they probably caught him like finger banging some kid, right? Right around there. And because he was connected, CIA with wealth and high ups, right? Um that's probably, I would say that's because it was shortly after that. They were like, he was started to do like so-called investments, the shit that he supposedly got rich for. And then they, they've never found any evidence of him actually doing it. Yeah. And then, you know, and then he started to get houses gifted to him by people. And, um, so, I mean, that guy, the judge, it's still, you know, high up. So they were claiming, oh, look, he's again, you know, all the Trump people were like, oh, he's going to really look into the FBI because he really, you know, he, he's been saying mean things about him. Like, no, he's. They study psychology of all you motherfuckers. And they knew that if they said these mean things about the FBI and that we were really going to look into it, that you would be like, Oh, this guy's for real. And like, and you only had to look back. I mean, it's not like this stuff is hidden that hard. Like he, his dad, that guy's dad, Jeffrey Epstein's dads were buddies. He is directly, um, directly linked to Jeffrey Epstein and getting jobs with children. And then all of a sudden becoming rich, right? So. And where does that money come from? 
<laughs> our our taxes and then the printed money. So we're paying for all of it. So that is the hold on. That is the Federal Universal Service Fund. <laughs> I mean, it sounds it sounds like that would go to that. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we're not paying for nine one one anymore, I'm like, what are we paying for? All those VHS tapes. <laughs> you can't watch kitty porn on anything but a VHS tape. At least in my head, you can't. Yeah, how do you access the dark web on a VHS tape? <laughs> it's just—I just can't imagine you using digital. Just doesn't seem like it would be that clean. Like, you, if because reason, like there's I, always a trace. Is that what you mean? I don't picture like the. I mean, I know that it happens on these on the webcam. A better one than mine, but, but like. It's just hard for me to picture like the dude who's the dungeon dude who's got the kids all, you know, ready for all these old people being like, ah, let me go. I want to get the best digital camera. And he's like in Best Buy, <laughs> which one's got the best focus? And then, you know, talking to all this technology. I guess it doesn't really go like I'm. It probably doesn't go like that, but uh, it's such an evil thing that our state does. We're the bad guys, man. I mean, we're willing to like my tax money goes to old rich people being able to fuck kids so that they can blackmail people and get richer so that I have freedom. It's the price of freedom. Freedom isn't free. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Um, so yeah, taxes, man. Jeffrey Epstein. Cool. I understand them now. And then not only that, but your taxes you were talking about or we were talking about with the beer, you got sub uh, subsidies too that do the same thing. So like a farmer may be subsidized not to grow on a field or to not grow more of that, but grow some corn so they can make ethanol or something, right? which makes the barley go up or the tobacco or the whatever your carrot go up in price that's a tax on you as a consumer through a subsidy somewhere else not if all my beer is made of corn right then it would can or, you do that is that a thing <laughs> i think you just call it whiskey that's what i was thinking it's white lightning right <laughs> All, then, all the beer I make in the woods is made out of corn. <laughs> yeah, I guess whatever state you're in, right? 
Uh, so gun laws. Yeah, those suck. Oh, nice. Good transition. <laughs> I think there's some of those coming down the pike soon. So you think they'll ever go at guns um, through taxes more than what, like, you know how certain things they just try to tax so much that nobody in their right mind would buy it? Because I don't think that people are going to be like, no, you can't can my guns. Even if they outlawed them, I think that people just hide them. I just don't think people here are ready to give up their guns. People aren't ready to give up weed. Like, of course, they're not going to give up their guns. Right. So I kind of think that, that might be the way they go. Maybe not even the gun itself, like the ammo for it, you know? I don't think that would work too well. I think we would find a way to produce our own ammo. But well, it's kind of like how I've figured out a way to buy barley direct because beer was getting too expensive. <laughs> what are you doing and sucking on barley? <laughs> you know, this barley sucking. <laughs> if I don't swallow my spit for a long time, it ferments. <laughs> Drooling out. I can't swallow. I gotta wait for like a while. Uh, I mean, I, the government understands that taxes are a are a negative. Like they they incentivize you not to do something that's taxed. Democrats only. Democrats who are voting base only understand that when it's things that like when they don't want you to smoke or something like that, they would claim the opposite with other things, <laughs> but, uh, but the state, they know what they're doing. Um, so I think they'll use it with guns probably soon. But technology's already kind of heading that off. There's a company producing, trying to produce a kind of like a 3D printer, but not just like a loader. You just plug in your computer, put your stuff in, and then it, I put enough stuff to make 3,000 rounds this way, you know, just. So. Hopefully that comes about sooner than later. I got to say that stuff takes me down a very weird rabbit hole. Yeah. Just thinking about the idea of how we define anything. Right. Cause if I give you a box that has the means to create ammunition, it's not ammunition, but it has the means to create it by plugging it into a USB port. Is that the same as me supplying you with ammunition? Like if I have... I think you're... No, it's... it's basically, you're Jesus at that point because you're not teaching a man... You're not giving a man a fish. 
you're teaching them how to fish. Well, it's alchemy, right? Like you're creating something out of nothing. So yeah. like if, if I had like a, a bunker full of all the things to make weapons of mass destruction, but I didn't have weapons of mass destruction, does that count as having weapons of mass destruction? Well, I mean, it, to who? <laughs> to me, no. Because I got fertilizer to fertilize my yawn, like my lawn. I didn't buy it with the intention of stockpiling it until I have enough to blow up the Oklahoma. Whatever. I don't even know what building it was. But it wasn't a good one. I'm sure it was a bad building. It was a federal building, right? There's a lot of bad I, things happening there. I thought it was like a city. Um, anyway. I mean, but bombs are bad. Bombs are bad. Bombs are bad, everybody. <laughs> but you, know, you, don't, you don't kill people. I mean, it's just stupid what he did. But Yeah, let's just make that but, clear. I know it's ridiculous that we have to, but yeah, let's make it clear. We do not condone, I guess, violence of any kind. Let's just go ahead and say that. That yeah, makes it nice well, and easy, right? Defensive violence to an extent, right? which he would consider what he did defensive violence, but it was at a broad, it was on a broad scale. It wasn't to the people who are wronging him, you know? So that's yeah, not... he was, he was an aggressor to people who were not aggressors to him. So right. that's not actually def defense. Right. So, but I mean, I have fertilizer. I have everything I need down there to make a smaller version of what he did, right? But I have no desire to do that with any of that. It's all for different purposes. My And even if I had the desire to do it, but I didn't do it, it still wouldn't make it that way, you know? Well, it's like... I have over an ounce of weed, but I have no intent to distribute. Right. But the, so if you say that it, the question it being, you know, do you have an intent to distribute? No. But if I got caught, they would say I did, right? Yep. So I guess if, if I got caught with all the stuff I have in my garage in a U-Haul truck parked suspiciously close to a federal building, even if I didn't have the intention of doing anything or blowing anything up, I was just happened to be moving in all those specific items at the same time and parked right there. They would say I did, but I didn't. It's a pre, it's a precog crime, man. It's a, you know. So, yeah. What would you rather have? Would you rather have people charging you with crimes that they think that you're going to commit, or charge you with what you're actually thinking? Mm. 
thought some pretty bad things <laughs> upon the people who would be charging me. So I wouldn't want them to know what I've been thinking. Um, I don't know. I, I would rather just people get people who wrong another person be a legal system that was designed to try to help the person who was wronged to make the person who wronged them try to make amends or zero out their crime or, or at least pay it back to the best of their ability or whatever because what we have today is no desire to help the person who was wronged it's all about a punishment that most of the time doesn't fit the crime and certainly doesn't help the person who was a victim if there was a victim i mean like your weed charge that you were referring to there's no victim there you bought your over and outs from a person who was willing to sell it or i guess there could be a victim if you stole it from somebody but the person who you stole it from can't be like call the cops and be like oh somebody stole my weed just like the prostitute can't be like you know call the cops and be like hey John, you know, held me down, screwed me, and then didn't pay me and beat me up too. She's got to eat that, you know, she just lost the money, got beat up. She can't use Backpage to warn other prostitutes about him anymore. So he's going to get to do it again. Our state taxes do not go to help people. This is these are all points that I'm making here. <laughs> they don't keep you safer. They don't keep her safer. They don't keep anybody safer. Nothing about this system makes you safer than if it wasn't there. So would you say the idea of that safety is fake? This trap, there's no comfort in it.